Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. To get back home, because home was where she lived. Home was where she belonged. Home was where her identity was. So she went through this crazy journey with a lion and a tin man and a, a scarecrow and uh, a, a mean old wish. That's what my little cousin used to call witches, wish, wishes. A mean old witch. Was she from the west or the east? Anyone help me out? I don't know. There's a nice witch from the west, wicked witch of the west. Okay. Yeah, but she went through all that and discovered that Oz was a fake and, and turned out all she had to do was click her heels and say, no place like home, right? No place like home. Well, it's true. There is no place like home. But I want us to grow in our understanding of what home is. Abraham Lincoln, you remember him? Right? He was the Super Bowl champion in 2006 with the New England. No. What president was he? The United States. Who can help me out? 16th, right? Yeah, awesome. He said something really important. He said, the strength of a nation lies in the homes of its people. Whew. I like that. The strength of a nation lies in the homes of its people. I don't think... Um, a lot of people realize that or think of where the strength of a nation comes from. But if you're watching and participating in this service today and you're interested in changing your nation, how do you do that? You begin to cultivate an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ in your home. Yeah, in your apartment where you live. That's how nations are changed. Did you know that? It's good to know that. Now, this concept of home, this place where you live, this place where you belong, this place where you realize your identity, you know that all comes from God the Father? Yeah. And I appreciate the physical homes we live in and the sheetrock and the studs and the flooring and, and all that stuff. But actually, the home that you really want to move into is Jesus. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is the realtor who wants to show you Jesus. And he wants you to move in and discover the wonders that God has for you. Let's go to John chapter 15, speaking of home. John chapter 15. And we're going to start in verse 7. And Jesus himself is speaking. Remember, Jesus is the exact representation of God, right? He's the will of God in the flesh. When he speaks, God is speaking. So when he speaks, man, we eat it up. It's fresh. It's hot. John 15, 7. He says, if you abide in me. Now, what is that word abide? I don't think we use it much in the culture I live in. But it's related to the word abode. When's the last time you said that word? Abode. Right? It means home. Live. Make your home. He, if you make your home in me, no place like home. Come on, Dorothy. Click those heels. No place like home. If you abide in me, make your home in me, and make my words at home in you. 
You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified. That you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. That's the message translation. Let's read that of verse 7. It says, but if you make yourselves at home with me, and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my Father shows who he is. Now, now hear me. Do you realize God wants to show himself to you where you live, in your home? I mean, how amazing is this? Right where you live. And I, I, I probably, in my house, recently I've been coming down in the mornings for anyone else's down, but usually it's been in my closet is where I spend time with him and sometimes it's outside but I've had some amazing times with God in my home in fact the best times of my life that I've had are in my home with him now Jesus it says uh acts I can't remember the reference but it says in him we live and move and have our being he is the home that you've been looking for. In him we live and move and have our being. Do you know you belong with him? You belong with him. And in him we discover our true identity. <laughs> now, I didn't really understand this growing up, but, but thank God after reading the word I came to discover that God is actually love, that he's perfect love. And you know what it is that, that transforms a house or an apartment into a home? Love. Yeah. It's love, right? Absolutely. Love is what makes a house a home. And I think love is missing in far too many houses and apartments because so many are ignorant of God's love for them. They think God's mad at them. And oftentimes, religious tradition has helped them to think that, right? That God is mad at them, and God doesn't want them to, to be close to him. Nothing could be further from the truth, right? So many are ignorant of the true knowledge of who Jesus really is and what he's already accomplished for us, his finished work, and who we become through simple faith in him. And that's why we preach what we preach at a highway, who he is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. That's your home. That's your home. So growing up, I don't know about you, but maybe you can relate to this. I became familiar with a way of thinking, and I saw it in the adults in my life. Basically, it was this, that who I am at home, my private life, is different than who I am when we're out in public. And that bothered me as a kid. I didn't know how to articulate it, but we'd be out and about doing things, and they'd be laughing and smiling. Then we'd get home, and they'd be tearing each other's heads off, you know. There'd be strife in the home, but they wouldn't show that when they were outside of the home. And as a kid, man, I was just ah, dying inside. Like, I wanted someone to rescue our home, and I didn't know what to do, right? But that, so, so this concept of your private life and your public life is really fake, 
And man, it's draining to live that way, to try and put all your energy into creating this persona when you're outside of your home and in your home, you're, you don't have peace, you have strife. God didn't design us that way. He wants who you are to be, to be in your home and everywhere you go. It's good to be you wherever you go, and God's love will enable that to happen. You realizing how much he loves you and what he accomplished for you through his son will enable you, the real you to come to the surface, and you won't be afraid of what people think of you anymore. Why? Because his love will cast out all fear. Amen. Amen. Now, let's see. Yeah, we've been talking about launching this new ministry at Highway called Highway Home Network. And uh, I believe we have a, a new group today in Lakeville, Massachusetts. We welcome you guys. We're so glad. And I know we've got one going on in West Bridgewater and uh, different places. And we're so excited for you. We welcome you. But this Highway Home Network is a network of homes where people gather to participate in our online worship services on Sunday mornings. Then after service, they talk about the message, they pray for one another, and they fellowship together. And you can be a part of it. All you need to do is have an internet connection. It's actually a community. It's a community of people that is built upon who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. That's the foundation of this whole ministry. It's the inspiration, it's the motivation, it's the reason that we do what we do. We want people to realize how good the Father is, and that's why we proclaim who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. This word home is actually a really interesting word, H-O-M-E. I remember a phrase, and I don't know if you ever heard of it, when someone says, you really need to hone in on that, H-O-N-E, hone in. And hone in was a phrase, and I'm not sure if it's used much anymore, but I heard it growing up. Hone in on, it means to focus in on something. It means to move accurately towards a target or to move accurately towards a goal. But that term actually hone, H-O-N-E, the original term was home, H-O-M-E, home in on. Home is to to move, accurately move towards your destination, home, to accurately move towards your destination, to move towards your target, to move towards your goal. Have you ever thought of home as, as a place of growing and moving towards your destination? That's what it is. That's why Christ is to be your home. Now, we, we are in the process of, of moving right now. And the home that this is, we're currently in is actually sold. So we've sold our home. But we moved in here about 14 years ago. And uh, it's a dead-end street, and I, I like to just take walks on this street. And if I go west out in my driveway and keep walking, I go to a dead end up on a hill. They call it Hunter's Hill. And I just stand up there, and I worship God, and I look out over the hill and, and the sky and the trees. There's a lot of woods out here, a lot of coyotes, a lot of fox. It's, it's fun. Um, but one of, the day, one of the days when I was walking down the road, at the very top of the hill, I looked above the house, the last house in the road, and there is this, I don't know what you call it, a flock of pigeons, a bunch of pigeons that were just flying in a big circle around this guy's house. I was like, whoa, 
What's that all about? Now, he was in his driveway, and I looked up, said, I pointed up there. He says, yeah, those are my pigeons. He raises homing pigeons. Home. Remember home? Uh, the ability to, to move forward towards your target, your destination. So he was training his homing pigeons. And they made this huge circle all the way around his home. And they just kept going round and round and round. He trains them, and then he'll release them. He competes with them. He'll drive them to a destination uh, m- many miles away and release them. And, and they have a race to see who can get back first. Well, homing pigeons have this ability to find their way home. In fact, uh, it's been recorded they've traveled as far as 1,100 miles. Average speeds of 60 miles per hour. Some have been clocked at 100 miles per hour. This innate, this is a God-given ability they have. It was put inside of them to find their way home. And because they have this ability, you know they've been used uh, to carry messages by the postal service. They've been used in wartime to deliver very important messages. Can you imagine that, entrusting that with a pigeon? (laughs) In fact, they were used commercially before telephones to bring communication because of this ability to find their way home. I want you to know inside of every human being, there is this innate God-given desire to find our way home. Where is our home? In relationship with Jesus Christ. You will never be satisfied until you're in a vibrant, real, free relationship with him. He is your home. And no matter how many miles you've traveled, no matter how long your trip has been, I want to encourage you to come home today. You say, how do I do that? Do I got to fly 1,100 miles? No. It's actually really simple. How do you enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ? Well, Romans 10, in the New Testament, the book of Romans, it's a book right after Acts, tells us that if you confess Jesus as your Lord and you believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's really that simple. You, you put your faith in his love for you. You put your faith, he rose from the dead for you. And you say, Jesus, I want to know you. Jesus, be Lord of my life. I believe you rose from the dead for me. And that is the beginning of an amazing relationship with him. The moment you say that, the moment you believe that, the Holy Spirit, it's open, you're opening the door for the Holy Spirit to enter your life and to come into your heart and make your spirit, your heart, brand new. Jesus called that in John chapter 3, being born again, okay? So I want to encourage you, if you haven't, made that decision, to make that decision today. Because if you haven't, you're not home yet. And you need to come home. You need to know the one who made you. And that's what will bring real peace in your physical home, in your natural home, is having a relationship with the one who made you, walking with him through each day, knowing him, worshiping him, hearing from him, letting him strengthen you with his word and his spirit. Hallelujah. I want to go to one of my favorite books in the Bible. It's actually in the Old Testament. It's often referred to as the fifth gospel. You got the four gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
that Isaiah is sometimes called the fifth gospel because it's just overflowing with Jesus. He just tells us all about what Jesus is going to accomplish for us and the results of Jesus' finished work. So Isaiah is a very powerful book, and I want to go to uh, chapter 32 in Isaiah. This highway home network is a vehicle for people to find their way home. All right? That's exactly what this is. It's a vehicle for people to find their way home. It's a vehicle for believers to grow in their relationship with Christ, to worship God, to fellowship together at a home level. There's something very special about a home level of living. Hmm. And it gives people who may not know him an opportunity to come into homes with people who do know him. All right? So it's a powerful vehicle for people to find their way home. All right, Isaiah chapter 32. Now, we're going to read some scriptures here that basically talk about Jesus as our home, the transformation that will take place in our homes because of Jesus. Are you ready? This is really good. Isaiah 32, verse 15, says, until at last the Spirit is poured out on us from heaven. Now, this is hundreds of years before Jesus came when this was prophesied. When was the Spirit poured out on us from heaven? Acts, right? Chapter 3 or 2? Two? 2. Yeah, chapter 2, right? Day of Pentecost. The Spirit of God has been poured out from heaven, Right? Yeah, until at last the Spirit is poured out from us on heaven, then the wilderness will become a fertile field. And the fertile field will yield bountiful crops. Justice will rule in the wilderness and righteousness in the fertile field. And, the, and this righteousness, what is this righteousness? Faith in Christ. We see that in Abraham's life, right, where he believed God that was reckoned to him as righteousness. When you believe in Jesus Christ, God reckons to you his righteousness. Christ was made sin on that cross, and through faith in him, you are given his righteousness. This righteousness, you are right with God if you put your faith in Jesus Christ. You're as right with God as Jesus is. God gave you his righteousness when he gave you his son. And not knowing that will keep peace from happening in your life. You've got to to grow this confidence in the reality of the righteousness that God has given you in Christ. You are not estranged from him. You're not separate from him. You become one with him. You become co-heirs with Christ. You become God's very own sons and daughters. This righteousness will bring peace. That's the Hebrew word shalom. What does it mean? Wholeness. Wholeness. Well-being. Prosperity. That's what this knowledge of who you are in Christ brings. Wholeness. Well-being. Prosperity. Yes, it will bring quietness and confidence forever. What is this word quietness? in the Hebrew. It's the word shakat. I'm not sure how to say that, but it means this, this tranquility, this undisturbed rest. You see, the, 
underneath all the noise of this world and underneath all the thoughts, there is this powerful desire to be right with God inside of us. And Christ satisfies that. Christ enables that to happen. But listen, Satan, the enemy of your soul is going to try and condemn you and try and try and get you to think there's distance between you and God. But if you are in Christ, if you've opened your mouth and declared Jesus your Lord and believed in his resurrection on your behalf, then you are united with God. And there is therefore now no condemnation for you. The law of, of sin and death has been done away with in your life, and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is fully activated on your behalf. And you can talk about this after the service is over with your, with your group in your home. It's very powerful, the righteousness we have in Christ. My people, here it is, verse 18. This is a verse I wanted to get to, describing our homes, the homes of those who have received the spirit of God, put their faith in the Son of God. It says, my people will live in peaceful dwelling places. Hallelujah. In secure homes. I love that. In undisturbed places of rest. I want to read this to you again, and I want you to know I'm describing your home if Jesus is the Lord of your home, if if you've confessed him. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. I'll tell you what, I I never knew homes like this were even possible when I was growing up. But they've become a reality to me for over 30 years now because of Jesus. I've enjoyed Uh, peaceful dwelling places, secure homes, and undisturbed places of rest. Listen to me. Cultivate a vibrant, intimate, real relationship with Jesus Christ in your home. There's no place like home. Now, two weeks ago, when we did uh, the first message on the Highway Home Network, we looked at Cornelius, remember, in Acts chapter 10? And he was a man who cultivated this relationship with God in his home. He was so passionate about knowing God. Now, he didn't know Jesus. This was the gospel was still being spread. But God sent an angel and said, go send for Peter, and he has a message for you. You remember this from two weeks ago? And, and, and this man, Cornelius, sent some men to get Peter. Peter came and shared with them the gospel, and the Spirit of God descended upon their house. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit. They began speaking in other tongues, and he and his household and his friends were saved that day. This is a man who experienced the reality of a peaceful dwelling place, a secure home, a place where the presence of God abides. And, you know, we're, uh, we've emptied out as much as we can so far of our living room. The movers are coming soon. But uh, we had just got rid of our big sectional. It was huge yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Jennifer was cleaning after it had gone, and she just started singing. And I was reminded of the very the move-in night back in September of 2008. She was doing the same thing. The house was totally empty. We had a truck full of our stuff coming, and she's just in here singing and cleaning. <laughs> And that will change your home. Worship God in your home. 
Just, just read Psalm 91 out loud to the Father in your home. Say, Father, you are my refuge. You are my fortress. I am living in your shelter, in your favor, in your protection. You are the secret place I dwell in. No harm or evil will ever befall me or come near my dwelling place. For you have given your angels charge over me to guard me in all my ways. Thank you, Father. This is who you are. and This is who you are in my home. And your presence is surrounding my home and property. Hallelujah. This is who we are, Highway. So the Spirit of God has been poured out upon us. Let the Holy Spirit have right away in your home. Praying out loud in your home should be regular activity, okay? Just, it should just be flowing. Just talk to God out loud. It's your home. Talk to Him. Worship Him. Read His Word out loud. Listen to these messages. Listen to good, good who Jesus is messages. Fullness of gospel, finished work of Christ messages. Turn on the worship music. Let it crank. Let it flow through your home. There's times we just leave it playing even though we leave and we're gone for several hours. We just let it play. Our dog loves it, loves that worship music. Yep, absolutely. So let's finish up with this description of what we're talking about. And I think... These three verses describe this highway home network very well. And it's in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22. It says, Now therefore you are, no, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. Strangers and foreigners to who? To God and to God's kingdom. He's not a stranger to you. He's your father. You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. You're a saint. Hello. Saints live in your house, and you're one of them, right? Hallelujah. This is the house of St. Joseph right here, because <laughs> that's my first name. Yeah. <laughs> but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household. No place like home. No place like home. Of the household of God. Wow. You live in God's house. This is God's house. Every house I live in is God's house. You live in the household. You're members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. This is what God is doing in this highway family. It's a new season. We've started this new network of home groups, and he's building us into a, a dwelling place. And this will change our nation. This will build strong homes where the Spirit of God and the presence of God is tangible. Is tangible. That when the UPS um, deliverer, delivery person comes to the door and rings a doorbell, they're going to sense the presence of God. And you might find out that they might make a request and say, how do I get saved? Yeah, when FedEx pulls up. They might want to stick around a little while and learn about Jesus. 
because the presence of God is growing stronger in our homes because we're cultivating this relationship with Him where we live. And our public life and our private life are the same. Who we are at home is who we are at Wendy's and, and Burger King. Yeah. And Panera Bread, wherever you go, is who we are, right? Hallelujah. Jen, would you come on up here, sweetie? I want to pray together. Father, this is awesome what you're doing. Lord, you're bringing it home. You're bringing us to a new level of intimacy with you in our homes. We need to know you where we live. We need to know your presence. We need to know your word. We need to declare who you are over our home. And if we're married over our marriage and over our children, if we have children, and over our lives, in our homes, in our apartments, Jesus, we declare you Lord of our homes. And we purpose to know you, that who we are would be the same in our homes as it is everywhere we go. Father, we don't have anything to hide. Your blood has washed us clean. We don't have anything to be afraid of. What people think of us really doesn't matter because it's what you think and what you say that changes us. So I pray, Lord, for every home in this highway family, every apartment, every person, who's listening to this message and watching this broadcast. Holy Spirit, would you do something special where they live today? Would you do something special for them in their apartments, in their homes? And touch them in a special way. I love the little ways that you show us you care. Do something special in their lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.